Welcome everybody to Peculiar Objects, the only podcast approved by the American Association of Malls. I am your pimply face Suncoast video employee, Anthony Moore. With me are two other people in this campaign. Hi, all our buddies. It's me, Casey Hills, your uh, resident uh, basement dweller in Eureka's castle, hoping not to be discovered by Magellan. Uh, and I am one Nigel Collins, also known as the cinephile, that uh, is insisting on having the original copy to one Citizen's Kane, so I may spit on it. Ooh. Ooh, fighting words. What's up? Oh, no, no, that's, uh, I think it was, I don't know if it was this podcast. I think it was was the Gerald Field Field Report. Report. I I went on a rant about, about, you really did. Uh, Citizen Kane. I hate that movie so much. Yeah. Uh, I do not. Your disdain for the thinly veiled Hearst biography is is well known. It's yeah. it. it you you were correct by saying um, it is a movie person's movie. It is the visual shots. It was a lot of um, technical uh, achievements that he did with the camera and stuff that like had yeah, never been right. done before. And and it's it's also the fact that this is the first time anybody has made a piece of film directly like like parodying, satirizing, mm-hmm. whatever, like like poking someone who basically controlled our media empire. Mm-hmm. So I understand the reasons why it is so well regarded uh, in film circles. I don't think it's the best movie on Earth. I don't think it's anywhere close to the best movie on Earth. Ooh, that's a fun question. What, it's what? no Southland Tales. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I was going to ask, what, what do you guys feel is one of like the most perfect movies or like flawless movies in your opinion? Well, see, in, in order to answer that question... We have to we have to define what we mean by perfection because like no 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 well, let's let's not get well, all no, no, analytical. No, no. What, I, what I mean from what your I mean heart that, like, from your heart that you're like okay oh I I I can't I can't even with the flaws I love it. Oh well, that's, kind of, uh, that's, I mean, that's that's a different thing. Like like in my yeah. opinion, one of the best movies ever created is Casablanca. Oh, I love that film. Same. I love watching that film. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite movie. It's not anywhere close to my it. favorite movie. Buddy. Um, <laughs> it's I, it's so fucking good though. Uh and like I like I, I can't say it's my favorite movie. My favorite movie varies from time to time. For the most part sure. it's been The Princess Bride. Uh I think that is the perfect love story movie. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um but uh again like that's, I think that has to do with how young I was when I first saw it. Actually, yeah. I wasn't that young. I saw the Princess Bride when I was like fifteen or sixteen. Oh wow! At the height of my idealized, sure, hopeless romantic kind mm-hmm. of mindset. I think uh, we all did. Just yeah, stuck with me. But uh, but yeah, I think Casablanca. If if like I had to make a movies of the one hundred best movies of all time, uh, Casablanca and probably. Casablanca number one, uh, The Godfather number two, and yep. uh, I mean, and do you mean part kind of two boring. or as you're saying, <laughs> number two, the second on the list would be The Godfather. Okay. Now, my like the, the issue with that is that's that's a very very boring list. Like, ask any anybody who gets deep into like movies and stuff like that, they're going to be like, why yeah. these two movies? There are billions of uh, better movies. Uh, definitely not English movies that have been created nope. since then. Um, and 
and you should be watching those and talking about those instead of these two movies that have existed on these lists for the past fair you know right 40 years like like Shawshank Redemption is a perfect movie mm -hmm. like it is a it is a it is an absolutely perfect seamless flawless self-contained machine there mm -hmm. is nothing about it that could feasibly be improved but that doesn't mean it's my perfect movie uh would it it would uh knowing that Brad Pitt was supposed to be in it help what yeah homeboy that's uh the young dude that is all like sweet and kind and then gets it at in the, in oh, the Tommy Tommy dude oh that, no that was gonna be Brad Pitt oh shit mm -hmm. I'm actually really glad that didn't happen yeah um I think it would have I think it would have been too too much of a I don't know that suspension of disbelief is the word I'm looking for, but it would have been a real, oh, look, that's Brad Pitt in this movie we're sure. watching. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. I, anyway. I like to, I like to, what I like to do more than, than like ranking movies is I like coming up with amazing double feature pairings. Oh, uh, sure. Usually of stuff that you wouldn't think about, like, like stuff that you would be like, oh. Huh, that's an interesting double feature mm -hmm. pairing. I do it all the time for our movie nights. Like I'm like, okay, let's think of, of weird, interesting double features we should watch with these films. Um, guys, please tell us what your uh, opinion, uh, in your opinion, what the best movie of all time is, um, and why that movie is Joe Dirt. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> post it on the PO Box Twitter feed uh, at the underscore PO underscore box. Uh, enough with our diverging, though. This is Peculiar Objects, the uh, podcast that tries to recreate every single one of your favorite 1980s childhood movies. Um, if you are a member of our Patreon, you saw Casey and Nigel argue about The Lost Boys. The Lost Boys would be considered a kids on bikes movie. The most famous kids on bike movie is probably Goonies. Uh, if you're a younger listener, you probably uh, are aware of E.T., I should think. Mm. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It's not a kids on bikes film. Okay, I'm sorry. Does the, the uh, Thony, the quick question. Quick question, Thony. Does the Amblin Entertainment logo feature one of those little assholes who is obsessed with fighting a pirate ship? No, it does not. <laughs> Just because you dislike Goonies doesn't mean that my statement is untrue. No, my feelings about Goonies have nothing to do with the question at hand. I'm talking about cultural saturation and impact. Was Goonies e. scored by John Williams? E.T. was a boy and his dog movie, and yeah? I will fight you on that. It is not a kids on bikes movie. There okay, right. Kids the kids on just rode around on bikes film. a lot. Yeah, sure. They just went to ah. places. They were just running from government agents. They just rode the bikes into the sky. Sure, whatever. At the whatever. end of the movie, but the most most of that movie is not that. Most of the movie is a boy and his dog. At the very end of that movie, it is a kids on bike adventure. Also, it starts anyway. off as a Dungeons and Dragons adventure, so that's another aspect that's to it too. That's a point. Tony, so, did I legitimately bruise our friendship with my feelings on Goonies? No, like I've known okay. your feelings on Goonies since the beginning. Just sure. You're allowed to be wrong, Casey. Just like <laughs> you're wrong with so many other things. Yeah, like yeah, I really like to because I've got both. I was gonna say I've got both of my guys riled up here. I've got adversarial energy going on. I'm excited. It's gonna be good. So last time we saw what happened 
from that point of view most desired and envied among mortals, that of a dog, my dog, cat. So good. Uh, he saw me do my very darndest and fail, but he was proud of me anyway because he is my dog and I am his boy, and that is a bond sacred and not actually represented spiritually or metaphorically in the film E.T. Uh, after that, Adi climbed up a ladder and had some trouble doing so. I attempted to bluff my way through a gathering ritual uh, conspicuously in the middle of a park, now that I think about it, but decided that um, discretion might be the better part of not getting sacrificed to an eldritch abomination, and so I beat a hasty retreat to yonder rooftop where I once again donned my uniform and felt like myself again. We observed a ritual a taken place where some uh, some black speech was chanted and the fire turned blue. There Turquoise. was some talk about how we were protecting the town and about how Carly Figueroa was going to be the last goddamn child stolen by the woods on their watch. Like uh, which made us begin to consider the idea that we did not understand the situation as fully as we thought we did, both we the players and we the characters mm -hmm. who were the players. Perfect. And now we continue the story of Spencer's Folly. Yeah. I should put chapter numbers in this. Yeah, do it. What episode are we on? Episode seven? six? Chapter seven. Six? Seven. <laughs> are we on six or seven? Seven. Seven, seven episodes. Well, hold on. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Because we, I don't know if it's we're going to do, the, well, episode. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's five. We're on episode seven, right? So it'd be Correct. five. So this would be chapter five. Mm -hmm. All the right. first two All were it. setups. Yeah, yeah. World building, character building. Fun technical jargon. Chapter five. In the woods. The smoke billows into the air, covering the sky like a blanket. It spreads with purpose until it reaches the woods. Deep inside, an ancient evil awakens at the sound of the invitation the town has just provided him. Okay, so uh, you guys are on the... the the rooftop, uh, you just witnessed the ceremony. Uh, the smoke kind of dies down. Uh, the book is closed, and everybody kind of picks themselves up. Uh, they kind of clean out the ashes. <clears throat> they sweep it into a bag. Uh, the fire, uh, you guys normally know the bonfires last forever, especially if you're using uh, pallets, and especially mm -hmm. a bonfire that high. Uh it's almost consumed completely. There is a small pile of ash Whoa. in that circle uh, that uh, is sign that's the only like that's the only thing that shows that there was a fire um, when when they're you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yes, yeah, sure. It occurs to me that there may be more afoot than we had originally suspected. Yeah, Carly's in the woods. That's right, Carly is in the woods. Uh, thank you. I had not forgotten that. There's just a lot swirling around in my in my my old dome piece here. Uh, so, like these guys are these guys are like trying to stop this. I mean, that's the impression I got. I had been operating under the assumption that they were uh, 
the simple ne'er-do-wells, simple mischievous youths out to, you know, cause mischief and such. But uh, it, it would appear that they have a larger purpose in mind, and more importantly, that they are not... Uh, that they are not alone, that this is not a flight of fancy to them. Right. This is an organization. This is uh, a system uh, of which they are merely the last descendant. So, so okay, so we gotta gather some information. Um, we do. We, we can't leave her out there in the woods like that. We can't. But I think it would also be foolhardy of us to attempt to retrieve her on our own. Uh, Thony... Yes. Uh, Thony, are the are the are the the ritualists, the cultists, whatever you want to call them, although that word has a negative connotation. Uh, are they hanging out at all, or have they dispersed? No. And I wouldn't even say they're not ritualists. I don't even think they're teenagers. They're classmates. Right. I think they. I mean, I can't Just really tell you why they're doing. I think uh, the people providing, the people doing the ritual, the the kids doing the ritual, because you have to remember these are kids; these aren't adults right. that are doing it. Um, so that's why I don't really want to label them, because I, I think with that youth comes a sense of uh, naivete, sure. naivety, right? I mean, naivety, this is legit burden on is. them. Yeah, naivete. Yeah. Uh, so. The burden. Like, like they, they did perform a ritual, um, but I don't think there's any other connotations behind they okay. did this thing. Right. Uh, okay. Two questions. Uh, so, so they're not hanging out? They're not hanging out no, there? No, they, they, they kind okay. of... they like Dispersed. It almost feels like, like it's like a job for them. It's like they well, yeah, are it's, required it's, it's church. to do this <laughs> yeah. thing. It's done. We're going home. Let's, let's no, swing by no, in and out if we can convince church. That. Because church is, at least for a majority of people, a social event. It's a social gathering. I go to church after church. We spend 30 to 40 minutes outside mm. of the church talking to fellow family members. There is that sense of Sneak camaraderie and purpose. Right. You don't get that sense with these kids. These kids, okay. it's almost like a homework assignment for them. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, it's Thursday. I guess we have to finish this book report or whatever thing. But this book report is we have to go and do this ritual now because uh, Carly was taken away. And mm -hmm. the loss of a child signifies that that the presence is back in town. We need to eradicate right. that presence. The peace has for... been breached. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, okay. So um, they're leaving. They're not really hanging okay. around. You get the sense that... They didn't necessarily want to do this. Uh, you kind of got that sense when Adi, you kind of got that sense when you heard them uh, talking at the movie theater when you were playing Pac-Man right. that this isn't something that they take pleasure in. They're irritated that they have to do it. They have to do it's it. They know they have to do it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. All right. Um, uh, you think You think that if... If you give it five minutes, you'll be free to move down and and cool. leave unencumbered. You are free to move about the ritual site. Okay, um, then we spend that five minutes. Um, I, I think climbing down probably. Okay, carefully, so as to yeah, yeah, avoid attracting attention. Well, I was going to say we'll one of the one of the things just broke on me. It, it was, I don't know, it was who made this or whatnot, but like I could have broke my neck going up this thing. Deputy, the sad state of this civic infrastructure, I tell you, it's like, I don't know where they're sending that moosewood money. Right. 
Um, two questions, Tony. Question one. Yes. Uh, am I able to collect some of the bonfire ashes? No, um, they cleaned it up. Ah, oh, shit. Wait, so like... I was going to collect you, it and like... I was going to say, because like it, you said yeah, it kind of blanketed it over. No, the smoke blanketed over. Mm. Um, like I did say they, they were cleaning up the site. They moved the rocks. All right. They cleaned up the ashes. They did all of that stuff. You might be able to find some soot. I mean, there's no... There's no issue going over and checking it, but right. they they tried to leave the place. You know who, who oh, what, man. You know who they didn't clean up? What's that? Cat. <gasps> they didn't. Who is covered with clay, which would hold very nicely any sooty particulate that had gone into the air. Oh, Let's get that good boy over here. Very good. Let's get that good boy. Um so so I need to clarify how this like <laughs> oh, no. it, it almost acted like it was alive. So oh. there wasn't ash that was falling from the sky. There wasn't anything like that. It turned color, okay, whatever right, consumed right, right. it. And like I said, it's like a blanket. It just spread. It, it spread all throughout the town. So right. it was definitely something supernatural. I don't know if I would necessarily use that word. Like you would, I don't necessarily think either of you would use that word. Mm-hmm. It was unnatural. What you saw was not something that you had ever seen before. Okay. Did I recognize the one who read from the book? Uh, you recognized his voice as the person who was whispering uh, at the movie theater. Okay, so mm-hmm. is there a way I can... like, which, which means he was a teen who goes to the school on whom we have established I keep, if not like dossiers, like I have a working knowledge of it. If I, if I take a few minutes later, can I figure out who that guy was? Yeah, he's one of the hacky sackers that you saw at the beginning. Okay, of the... so I know who that kid was. Okay, cool. I yeah. can find out what his name was later. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, then in that case, we, 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 we just kind of grumble over there. We <laughs> audio like his little, his little gargoyle <laughs> hobble. I love it. I love it so much. Um, and, and Kit just thinks like, well, let's see, he's small, so he's stealthy. He must know about that. There must be something. So he just hunkers down. <laughs> <laughs> and we call we call Cat over. Um, uh, just, you know. Cat comes right over. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Hi, Cat. You are such a good boy. Oh, you're so good. Uh, wasn't Cat, wasn't he a good boy? Cat was such a good boy. You were just perfect. Like, we heard everything, like the audio and all that. It was just fantastic. Phony, tell me real quick, and this is very important. Does Cat know he's a good boy? Yeah. Okay. He's, he's quite yeah. proud of himself. You're goddamn right. As well <laughs> he should be. Okay. All right. Then we take the uh, we take the walkie-talkie back. We we un, untape the, the button and uh, and turn it off because I'm 100% sure you would use that up against us if we did not. <laughs> um, and... I'm not really sure. I mean, like, it is it is very late, and we are children. We should probably... I, I gotta get home, yeah. Yeah. All right, Deputy, um, I'm gonna see you home just because this is a weird enough night, and I don't think we need to take any chances. Um, let's take tomorrow to recharge. I don't want us to burn out. Right. We can ponder. Uh, let me know if you make any connections, if anything occurs to you. Um, and we'll we'll regroup. Yeah, um, absolutely. On Saturday. Yeah, how's it, that sound? It sounds good. It's been a super long day, so like. I, yeah, no, it's been a long one. I'm very proud of you. And it's a school day tomorrow still. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, that's gonna be a rough one. All right, let's, uh, you know, let's Deputy, I'm gonna this. I'm gonna put you in for some overtime on this. Okay, great. 
that's fair enough. Uh, yeah, I gotta check in on my mom. I gotta tuck her in. So, absolutely, tell her I said hi. I will. But like, not in a, not in a weird way. Where like a teen boy would tell another boy to tell his mom that he said hi. Like that's not. I don't know. Are what you, you mean a child of divorce? Who, Kit or you. Audie? Is Audie a child of divorce? No, uh, it's just the dad's a trucker, so he's going. Oh, gone. Trucker's a trucker. I forgot. That's okay. Yep. Okay. All right. So we we get back on the um, the Kitamaran, mm-hmm. and we uh, pedal pedal back home. And I drop my little buddy off. Night, buddy. Okay. Good night, pal. Good work, deputy. You too. Uh, Casey. Uh, yes, where sir. Do you go home to? I well, first of all, I have to head back to the station house just to um, to drop off all the stuff and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, I, I think I actually do stay there at the station house. Is that your home or is that just where you decided to stay? Cause it was late. I think that's just where I decided to stay. Cause it was late. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll leave it at that then. Uh, so, um, are you, either of you going to do anything, mm. uh, before you go to bed? Yes. I'm going to give a cat a bath. Okay. You have one clean dog. Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> that is some dog. Uh, is that all you're going to do? Um, oh, uh, I'm going to write down in my notebook uh, everything everything as, as vividly as I can remember it, as detailed as I can remember it. Um, okay. Lead... Uh, lead participant, hacky sack kid, you know, just every, every connection mm. I can possibly make, um, and, uh, trust my brain to, to sort the rest out for later. And also I eat a hot pocket. And those I, things that existed back then. Let's when were hot pockets. Hey Google, when were hot pockets invented? Here's what I understood from the website atlasobscura.com. Hot Pocket was founded in 1980 as Tasty Witch. Hey, right on the button, buddy. No. Okay, so you you ate a Tasty Witch. You did not eat a Hot Pocket. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Well, and like, like when I was giving Cat the bath, I turned the toaster oven on because I don't have a microwave. I'm not one of these big city marshals. <laughs> right. That was it. Was funny because I was also be like, Hey, Casey, do you want to do a little bit of uh, research on the internet about the what you just what you just heard, and then I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. this is the '80s. There's no internet. You guys are gonna have to go to the library and look at microfiche to figure <laughs> yeah. out what is happening. That's gonna be great. Okay. I'm very excited for that. So, uh, you're what about Adi? You've written stuff down. Uh, Adi, oh, okay, what are yeah. you going to be doing? Uh, that doesn't depress all of the listeners because of. His oh no, buddy, are you kidding me? No. Okay, so um, so Adi's gonna put away the lasagna, um. And then he's going to go up to his mom's room. Uh, your mom is passed out on the couch. I'm, he's going to go um, grab a, a pillow and the blanket from his mom's room and bring it down. And he's going to just toss it on her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then he's going to get uh, in his PJs uh, and um, say a little prayer to himself. And he's going to go to bed. Oh, buddy. Okay. Uh, so it's the next morning. Uh, nothing strange happened at night. Mm -hmm. Kit, for the record, is not a praying man. Uh, not because he lacks belief, but because he feels it is best not to attract attention. Mm. (laughs) Interesting. 
Uh, Adi, you have a test today. Cute. Okay. You remember you you tried to study for it before all of this. Sure, happened. I did. Yeah. No, uh, there I, was no trying, sir. There was a montage. Yeah. Sure. And as everyone knows, everything done during a montage is done very well. Very thoroughly. Yes. Kit was very helpful during that. Um. And yeah, fractions, etc. Fractions, etc. So I, I go in prepared, uh, having a nice bread sandwich for breakfast. <laughs> uh, Nigel, roll a d10 for me. Got it. Four. You got a forty percent on your test. Shut up, bitch. oh buddy. <laughs> this bread did oh, nothing. Buddy. You, 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 <laughs> you're, you. You fell asleep, like, you got home at, like, 1, you didn't get to bed till, like, one thirty. Mm-hmm. uh, you're, you fell asleep, like, halfway through that test. Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy. Um, I this w- is the 80s, so teachers don't give a shit, uh, and don't think that maybe this is a result of a broken home life, mm-hmm. so you got that 40, and that's that. Oh, well, that's disappointing. Sad times. <laughs> at Richmond High. <laughs> Uh, Casey, you're in school. What class are you in? Uh, it's ancient Egyptian algebra. No. Um, I don't know. Probably, like, history. Okay. Uh, that is not at all the way that happened, but all right. <laughs> what are they talking about? Everything. <laughs> um, I think they're uh, specifically... Talking about uh, let's see what's a what's a historical civil thing? war. You're you're sitting in the middle of a lecture on uh, the history of Spencer's folly, uh, uh-huh. as it as oh. it happens. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, uh, Spencer's folly was founded in 1720 uh, uh-huh. after a man named uh, J. Jebediah uh, Spencer. Uh, decided to uh, set uh, off into the Alaskanadian wilderness uh, to find uh, a jade mind that was uh, <laughs> prophesized to be here. <laughs> jade mine. What he discovered was a vast and rich land uh, full of very unique and interesting trees that he had never seen before. Um, he noted that those trees looked like uh, the antlers of mooses and thus named the trees uh, Moosewood Trees. Ooh. That's very uh, intriguing. However, uh, Jebediah, what the hell did I name <laughs> What was his name? Jed Spencer's. No, this is all in character, sir. Yes, sir. You're the history teacher. I don't know why I'm here right now, but this is preposterous. (laughs) Was it J. Jebediah Spencer? I think he did say J. Jebediah. Yeah. J. Jebediah Spencer uh, built the town hall uh, right uh, on the... In the... Uh, edge of these moosewood trees. Unfortunately for him, uh, he built it on a glacier, and years Fine. later, the glacier moved across, and you... his house collapsed uh, uh, within it. Thus, what the name Spencer's Folly uh, uh, was was created. This is um, just... It's just, it's just such. Can, it, it, first of all, to the, can, to call this hogwash would be a disgrace to clean hogs everywhere. Can, can, are you a are you a learned man? Are you a well read man? Yes, 
Uh, Kit is a learner. He learns in his free time. He learns very avidly. Uh, not always about stuff that's immediately useful, but yes, he, he is, he is widely read. Okay. So, uh, I, uh, and I think you're more read than a lot of people in this town. Um, the teacher just gave a whole lot of hogwash about the founding of this, this is... town. Uh, all of this is wrong. All of it is wrong. Malarkey. Uh, uh, even J. Jebediah Spencer isn't the guy's name. Everyone uh, knows it was Hans Follyfeld. Hans Follyfeld. No, it was, uh, Spencer was definitely the last name. Um, it was Jonathan Spencer, uh, was the Jonathan name Spencer. of I'm the, of the, the doing this guy's job for town. him, but like uh, only to me. I want you to do a knowledge check of three for me, Casey. Okay. And that's on brains? Yes. Oh, that is a ten, my friend. Woo! And it actually, this is this is the D ten, but it says it says ten. Yeah. So there's no, is that a zero or is that a ten? What? Yeah, right. Okay. Um. So, uh, you raise your hand and are about <clears throat> to give the teacher an entire lecture. Of yep. Like an asshole at a Harmontown <laughs> of Spencer's folly. Uh, yep. Now here's the thing. Uh. Y- People are probably not going to believe you. This is a beloved not the town story. Um, not the point. But you actually have some insight, and you have a little bit of insight about maybe what is going on here. Uh, yeah. You are a conspiracy theorist, correct? You are big on them conspiracies, right? I I, I am. It's a secret vice, much like Sherlock Holmes uh, devoured the Penny Dreadfuls and the the pulp violence stories. Mm. Kit is an avid, avid consumer of uh, the conspiracy theories, yes. Okay, so um, Jonathan Spencer was a, I don't want to say well-regarded because that's the wrong word. Infamous is better. A uh, uh, cultist. Um, Ooh, yes, was, please. Yes, please. Uh, banished from his... Uh, and you should be writing this down. Yep. Uh, was an infamous cultist who was banished from his town uh, during... Uh, I would actually say somewhere in that area of the United States that was uh, burning witches at the time. Uh, okay. That would be like the 1600s, right? When that was going Even on. Even though that and... also didn't happen. But that's a different conversation. Well, I'm hanging. Well, the witch trials and the witch burnings did happen. The people who were burned were not witches. Um, right. Or were they? Uh, <laughs> early 1700s, right? Or was it yeah, 1600s? That sounds about right. It's, it's, it's in the 16s, yeah. Okay, uh, somewhere in that area... Uh, Jonathan Spencer realized that this was not a town that was going to be welcoming to him um, and uh, had spent a long time studying ley lines in the North American area. Okay? Um, Yes, sir. For those of you who do not know, like, ley lines are... Are veins of magical energy? That Very pretty Hawaiian flowers. <laughs> uh, shut up! Uh, <laughs> welcome to the last episode of uh, Peculiar, Peculiar Objects with Casey. Uh, we'll have a new co-host next week. Uh, you went last yep. week without without forcing me to to fire you from the show. So be proud of that. I'm sorry. I'm so, you know what? I'll I'll, have, I'll get you there twice. There tonight. we go. We all make up for it. 
Okay. Uh, so he uh, studied ley lines in the entire North American area and settled upon a dense cluster uh, somewhere a node? in yeah a node uh, somewhere in the northern Canadian Alaskan kind of area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say that because this was really at a time when most of the this this part of the North America was still territoried still like colonized uh canada wasn't when when was canada hey google when was canada uh, a country yeah canada didn't become a country until 1867 mm. right well i mean well the british which which is were, a year which is a year before the end of the civil war mm. yeah but but like it was there as a British presence for a good long time before that it just didn't declare its independence. Right. Also, so I would like to add, uh, it was the English that would burn their witches. So this could all weave together. Okay. Regardless, I mean, it was definitely that's why I said in that area it was mm-hmm. definitely the right, New right. England area that this was happening, not in the French, okay. not in just the Western areas. Um, so he traveled up to. Um, uh, the area that would become Spencer's Folly, um, uh, due to its its extreme magical energy, at least in his mind, um, like this was way back when cartography wasn't as good as it had been, like isn't as good as it is now, like like all of this is still kind of or was this, it better? <laughs> all of this is kind of in this ancient. I don't want to say ancient, but like still. Pre, um, Misty times. What's, yeah, yeah. What's the word that I'm looking for? Pre-modern. Yeah, pre-modern. But there's a word that's like not medieval. Not not medieval exactly. What's the opposite of advanced? Primitive. Primitive. Thank you. That's the word I'm thinking of. Uh, everything is kind of primitive. So, like, like he used kind of his his magical. Uh, knowledge. I wouldn't even say that this was magical abilities that guided him to it, but he had studied right. maps. He had studied other people who were into this kind of uh, magic-y stuff that he was. Um, right. And he kind of developed his own kind of map based on all of this information that he researched. Ooh. Was he a bad man? Uh, he was considered a bad man in the New England colonies. He was an occultist. He was someone who... Um, dabbled in uh magics that's right. m-a-g-i-k-s like like do we know uh, what his objective the, the was stuff. no he just he's like he he's like the the mormon prophet joseph smith who left the new york area, dreamy uh <laughs> to he, he left the new york territory to i mean it's it's the same as okay so what you would say is uh, Jonathan Spencer was a deeply religious man. Uh, his religion was the magical spiritual energy of Weirdness. the area. Sure. Okay. Uh, would have been considered a witch or a warlock uh, in that time and definitely spent. So he wanted a place where he could freely practice his uh, magic-y, occult-y stuff. Right. Uh, a diabolical deseret. Peace. Uh, and he wanted a place high in magical energy that would have, um, that would have like also provided him like a good conduit to practice mm-hmm. his skills and and practice a magical his mormonia. So uh, he settled on this area of Spencer's Folly, 
Uh, it wasn't called that at the time. Um, he developed a town. Uh, soon people, especially those who were prosecuted by uh, everybody in these, these kind of witch trial areas, moved with him. Um, eventually, like a town developed uh, and things were going great until uh, Jonathan Spencer uh, woke up uh, and murdered his entire family. Oh one night mm-hmm. out of the blue. Nobody is entirely sure why that happened. Um, he started getting more erratic and more kind of, he stopped sleeping for a while. Uh, he basically like, imagine the kind of process that, that uh, Jack took in the shining. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was his name, right? Was it Jack? Yeah, yeah it was Jack, Jack Torrance. Torrance. Yeah, Jack Torrance. Thank you. Because it was Jack Nicholson. I'm like, is, is that Yeah, understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of, like, took that same thing. Eventually, like, whatever was in this town got to him, and he woke up one night and murdered his entire family. Yoice. At that point, the rest of the town decided that they were going to... that. It was the magic that the town had been participating in, the magic that they had been practicing in, was the cause of this. So they they put a blanket ban on it. It was kind of a hush-hush. We're not going to talk about this anymore. We're not going to do this. We're not going to speak about this. Spencer's Folly will live in this town forever, and we need to set that as a reminder to never, ever delve or move into this again and that's how the name of the town was founded neat so um eventually more people moved uh the they developed a town uh people came in from all over um the town's magical storied history was long forgotten mm-hmm. but kit like, Kit goes to the weird bookstore, and he knows all the people who would absolutely be, like, internet, like, dungeon dwellers today. He's reading mm-hmm. all the, like, mimeographed chat books and weird pamphlets from, like, 1930, like, all the, uh, all the Fortean Times garbage. It's so good. And he knows what's really up. You stand up and lecture your teacher uh, all the information that uh, I just provided to you. Yeah, I walk up to the front of the room. Excuse well, can me. Can I help you, Mr. Russell? Yes. Excuse me, Mr. Uh, funny name. <laughs> it's pronounced Fanayman. <laughs> sorry, Mr. <laughs> sorry, Mr. Fanayman. My bad. It's my accent slipping again. Uh, if you if you wouldn't mind, I think I have a few amendments to make to the tale you've been spinning to these youngsters. Why don't you just sit down and fix yourself a drink? Kit reaches into his into his coat and pulls out like it looks like a cigarette case, but he pops it open and it's full of chalk. <laughs> he's going. He starts drawing diagrams and he's like, "Now everyone knows that when you're founding a town, the most important factor is geomantic confluence of ley lines and their astrological counterparts." And it's just drawing. <laughs> diagrams and it's just 
As we can see here, Spencer's Folly aligns properly with both the Eye of the Great Architect, here we can put Bahamut's Crescent, and it's just, it's a naturally conducive area, there's a natural confluence of ley lines beneath the place that made it ideal in the first place. Any glacier that existed here, sir, would have lasted eternally against any summer that might have come. Are you done? <laughs> I'm... I mean, how long how long do we have left in the period? I don't know, but I have a lesson I need to do. <laughs> Furthermore, the Sasquatch population played an enormous part All in right, the founding Mr. Russell, of the area. I, I cannot handle this anymore. Either take your seat or leave. Your crypto racism will not go unnoticed, sir. Do you sit down or are you still standing up and talking? I stand there just long enough so he knows that I'm choosing to go sit down. I'm not following orders. But then I do. <laughs> All right, class. So now that we have talked about the... Uh, Bunk. Do not listen to 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 Kit Russell and his uh, load of hogwash. This is the true Okay, story first of all, you have clearly of, never washed a hog uh, because you would not... Okay. <laughs> Of the founding of our town, Mr. Russell, if you interrupt me one more time, uh, you will get detention. And, more like uh, the falsehood of our town. Kit, you don't like detention because that takes away from your uh, patrolling duties. Patrolling time. It does, but you know what? First of all, I'm sleep-deprived and cranky, and Kit Russell, like Casey Hills, uh, does not get hangry. He gets, he gets slangry. So he is in a fucking mood today and is prepared to, to, to do some stuff. And also, uh, detention would afford him some good, like, pondering time. Okay. So you're gonna so I'm not mad about it. Teacher. No, yeah, I keep egging him on. I keep just like if I was your, if I was really a student in your class. <laughs> no, because see, I don't do detentions. Uh, what I would do, and I feel like this is way worse for the students. Uh, I would bring you up to the desk and have you sit down and have a conversation with me. I would be like, Ooh. so tell me, why did you act the way you did in class today? Uh, because you're and, lying to these students, sir. And 90% of the time, no, I'm, I'm saying this as me as a teacher, no, not I, as I this person. Yeah. Um, 90% of the time, because like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, sit here and wait and think about it and tell me when you figure it out. And I just <laughs> stare at them. <laughs> waiting for them to answer me. I, say, I don't know. I'm like, that's not a good answer. Think of a better answer. Uh, I don't know. I'm a youth. I am biologically keen to have poor impulse control. <laughs> eventually, they will realize that what they were doing. And then and then I usually be like, okay, now, what, hap what would happen if you were up here trying to talk and doing this thing? And I just kept on interrupting you. How would you feel? Well, I wouldn't like it. So then what did I do? Why? What have I done wrong? What have I done to upset you enough to act this way in the class uh, when you yourself said that this is not good behavior to have? Almost always they just like, first off, it's super embarrassing to have a conversation uh, that your your peers cannot hear uh, with your teacher at the desk. Oh, then... I thought this was like out loud. Oh, okay. I thought, I yeah, understood. it was like public shaming of their no, emotions. Yeah. I, bring them to I thought desk. you were like, do you want to tell us all about your big important feelings, no, Jeremy? That's, <laughs> that's that's the wrong way because uh, that's how you instantly get a combative student. Right. Uh, right. You martyr them. Themselves, yeah, yeah. If they'd have to defend themselves in front of their classmates, they are going to lash out. Right. So you bring them yeah. to your desk, which also kids hate being called to the teacher's desk, and then they're just stuck there mm -hmm. until they answer your questions. And 
they can't really lash out because they're not it's not in front of their friends. Anyways, yeah. no, um, that's an so you keep on egging strategy. Yeah. Uh you keep on egging on your your teacher, right? Hmm. Absolutely. Uh, he's, he's yeah, like, okay, absolutely. Can, and the dis- can... yeah, no, the decision absolutely it had nothing to do with the way that Jimmy Carter had been secretly missing for two months. Yeah, okay, <laughs> we can just buy that. Okay, so uh, you've been assigned three hours of after school <laughs> detention. You are free <laughs> to either take this at oh, once God. or break it up for the next three days. I just like the idea of a smash cut over to Jimmy Carter lost in a Home Depot being taught how to build houses. <laughs> and he's like, that's how that's like, how he learned how to he's build like, houses. He's like, I he never want to leave. He, he was lost in a Home Depot. I'm home. And he went to that section of the Home Depot <laughs> that nobody ever goes to. You're not even sure if that section of the Home Depot actually exists. There you go. But he got there and he <laughs> learned here's the, the thing. Secrets. It does exist. Mm-hmm. It does exist, but it's the same one in every... It leads to the same place, no matter Ooh. which Home Depot you started out in. Like and he got there. Dimension. He said, I'm home. I derive a satisfaction from this that I did not from my presidential ventures. <laughs> That's an amazing Billy... Uh, not Billy. Jimmy Carter impression. Yeah, thank you. Billy Carter made beer. Mm-hmm. He did. And that's why Jimmy Carter decided to let craft brewers do things. Fantastic. Uh, which was illegal in the United States up until the Carter administration. So meanwhile, though, right. ooh, you in trouble. Ooh. No, nope, I'm not. Ex- uh, what, sir, you know what? Ooh, you got interested. Y'all need to educate yourself. Ooh. I'm just saying there are occult influences blanketing this area. There are things. No, uh, he, he, okay, he doesn't. I was about to say there are things <laughs> no, going want on. You, I want you to. No, no, this is actually happening. I know I, I can't say. Um. Casey, I asked you to roll against your own impulses, especially my own nature. Fun. You're angry, uh, and you're just spouting off about about culty things. Um, What do you have? What am I rolling? Uh, I do have grit. I'll roll grit, grit? and I'm going to be rolling grit with my big, uh, my big clear D20 that has a rubber duck in. Okay. Uh, I want you to roll a ten. Okay. Oh yeah, that's a that's a nineteen, but good buddy. Okay. So uh, you start you start getting up on it, and you're like there are cult influences in this town, like everything, and you start. There are raccoons say, in the sewer drains. What are they I, doing there? You you start to talk about what you saw last night, and then you you catch yourself. There were. Uh, mm. mm. Ooh, could he do like a and quick realize, observ- observation of like? people that are like paying attention to him okay, that so, like, so he, Casey, he stirred something up yes. you, rolled a, you rolled a 19 like that's, that's i did very 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 well right um thank you yeah good try, job, you can decide Duck. you can decide if you have let any of this information slip for the story uh tell me how much of what you saw that night you let out even if it was a single word or no words like this is completely up to you how you want to do it um uh, okay, I have an idea. Uh, one you second. You are gonna get. You have get. You're getting a little bit of a bonus for whatever is gonna happen in this next scene. Um, okay. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. So I let I I do one little thing. I don't say there was a cult meeting in the park last night. What I do is I I say there are things happening in this town, and they're happening whether or not you believe them. 
Okay. Because Ahorna was one of the well, was one of the cult done, words, sir. and I clip it. I clip it just enough so that someone who knew that was a different language could say, "Hey, wait a minute, that's not just him talking weird." <laughs> okay. So, and here's where your bonus comes. Uh, as you were saying this, you survey the classroom. Uh, two people uh, lean over and whisper to each other. You can't see, hear what they're saying, but they're definitely like. like... And mark them immediately. Okay. Uh, With spray uh, paint. So, uh, you've been kicked out of class. <laughs> Y'all see? It'll be like Chen Kai Chek all over again. <laughs> uh, you get sent to the principal's office. Uh, you have three hours of detention. Uh, you can either right. take those three hours at the end of school today, or you can take those three right. hours, uh, like concurrently. Three. What days if I just row. like do twenty minutes a day? No. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Then I'll take an hour today. Okay, so uh, you get sent to the principal's office. He reads you the riot what? act. He... Oh God. He's Spare me. Like, like you need to respect your teachers. Blah blah blah. Uh, excuse me, sir. How, sir? I presume. Excuse me, madam. Because this is a progressive story for the time it's set in, madam. How much respect am I supposed to afford a man who is blatantly misinforming his students? And I'm not saying knowingly. I'm not saying he was intentionally feeding them misinformation. I'm just saying that he's not giving them the truth and that that is putting them in a position of ignorance and danger. Carl Sagan said, or will say, depending on when he actually did, she that if a thing up, can be... She puts, your, she puts your finger up to... Carl Sagan! Turtle neck of wisdom. Do you have a college degree, Mr. Russell? I mean, from the, from the Marshalls College, yeah. Hmm? Do you have a teaching credential, Mr. Russell? Well, I mean, from the Marshalls Teaching Academy, yeah. Are you still a teenager, Mr. Russell? Well, I mean, I, that it's debatable. I'm not 100% sure when I was born. I could be like 40. <laughs> um, and, and so here's the thing, uh, Casey. You, what? Uh, you are... Kit considers himself like a paragon of virtue in this town. He is he the last line to defense. However, um, he rubs everybody the wrong way. Uh, he's constantly. Well, maybe there's so something wrong about the way they're rubbing you, them. <laughs> you are. You. This is not the first outburst you've had in class. Uh, this well, is not the first. This is not the first time that you have dealt with this principal. Um, you're in here a lot, not because you are a ne'er do well, not because you are doing bad things. You're just like getting into trouble, doing what Kit does. If that makes just sense, just getting just getting dragged out of the math classroom. Time cube, <laughs> <laughs> triangles don't work on spheres. <laughs> exactly. Like like whether it's whether it's your your classmates. Uh, snitching on you because you've been spying on them, and they think you're you're doing shitty and up to no good things. But really, right. you heard one of them say they're potentially going to do something bad, and you're trying to catch them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I'm not trying to yeah. label Kit as a bad person, but he no, is but someone he is, he is distrusted. Yeah. It's a uh, no good deed goes unpunished scenario. Exactly. So, he's he's uh, a rabble rouser for what he considers to be a very good hmm. cause, which is the truth. So she says. Um, are you a fourteen-year-old child, Mister Russell? Again, I can't. I see the point you're making. I would like to re repeat that I cannot be sure that in fact I am, but your point is taken. My point 
is that my he was point is that you are a child and that you are a child who attends this school as mm-hmm. such you needs to give the respect to the teachers and maybe consider for a brief moment that there is someone who works at this school who has mm-hmm. studied at this school that has more knowledge than you do If I see you in my office again, we will talk about further and more severe consequences. Do you understand me? Hmm. I think uh, if I understand, if I understand or not, I don't think is really what you're concerned with. You just want me to do what you say. So... If that'll get you off my back for a while, then Jesus. sure. Uh, she dismisses you from her office. Uh, Does she react when I say FIE? No. Okay. There's a reason for that. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Cool. But, um... Cool. All right. I go back to class. Uh, are you... You're not... You're not going to do anything like you're not going to rile them up or, or anything. No, you know, I go back man. to class. I have a big sandwich now. You tow the line, right, for the rest of the period? For the rest of yeah. the you tow the line. Okay. Uh, I have a so, new big sandwich every class somehow. What's so, Adi doing? Uh, school is over. Adi, school is over for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Kit said that you guys weren't going to uh, Correct. Day do rest. anything today. This is going to take a lawman's Sabbath. Uh, so what's going to happen to Kit isn't going to be of concern to you. What are you going to do? Um, I'm, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go not in, but I want to go to the most likely part of the forest that Carly went to. Like, I want to try to see if I could find like a backpack or a shoe like, not that I'm going into the woods, I'm just skirting it. Right. Right. And it's daytime. Right. Yeah. It's daytime. And you guys do know, like, f- for the most part, all you know is that, that Carly was taken into the woods. Mm-hmm. Your assumption is she was taken into that part of the woods that you nobody goes into for yeah. whatever reason right. nobody goes into. Uh, so you're going to go through and explore the woods. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we're going to leave it at that for right now. Ooh. We're going to cut back to Casey. I apologize, Nigel. This is a very no, no. Nigel for it, episode again. Um, but I, I, I think what's going to happen with you is going to be big enough that we need to spend a lot of time developing. I'm not stressing uh, it. Yeah. Okay. So, Casey. Uh, yes. You're in detention. And this is, I kind of feel like this is going to be like Breakfast Club detention. Uh, you've been locked in the library of your school. Uh, ha, fools and, <laughs> played right under my hand all the answers there's no, there's no adult supervision what the fuck that is a whoever thought that was a good idea 1980s bro apparently there's there's okay like, there's like one teacher that comes every like 20 minutes to check up on you but they have more teachery things to do than than sit and watch you uh all right and they know, okay. like the t- like like, even though you're you're a troublemaker, considered a troublemaker in this school, 
none of the mm-hmm. trouble you have is like destruction of property or, right i'm not a stuff vandal. like that they're they're going to they're they trust you enough to leave you in the library alone without any issues yeah can i throw a question out they there? know i'm a lawman yeah what's up nigel um is there any like uh is this just a regular looking library or is there any like things that might have secret pockets or secret um you know shelves that like no one would normally know about a restricted section sure or just like something that like might be it looks like a regular boring section but it's like a hidden back area that no one knows about nothing like that yeah. okay like but, an american pie yeah this 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 high school has existed in this town mm-hmm. um i'm going to even i'm going to even say that in terms of libraries in this town the school's library and the town's library are one in the same okay ooh it's a small enough town and i think this is a good a, uh, a good enough way for me to kind of simplify things in terms consolidate. of consolidate yeah, yeah consolidate things so uh it's big it's it's probably actually the biggest thing in school because it's also for town usage um on the weekends and in times when school isn't in session but um it is something that the public can access uh, in general cool. so i would say it's two stories tall mm-hmm. uh Ooh. There's a lot of yeah, like the Palmdale City Library is two stories tall. Technically, doesn't mean it's a very good. Library. Same with ABC. Touche. Yeah. Um, but they're they're like like there is a microfiche section with a bunch of old newspaper clippings from way way back when. There is. Is there uh, a macrofiche? Of... <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's <laughs> just giant fiche. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> We are living in a macrofiche. So, uh, is there anything in particular that you want to research while you are here and while you have an Yes. Hour? Given the fact uh, that... Kit Russell... What's no, I was just saying, given the fact that this is a town that was, like, started by prosecuted witches and, like, war- a warlord and... Or, warlord? Oh, jeez. No, oh, a warlock, like... Nope. There's a lot... Oh, cannon! No. Cannon, warlord, no, absolutely warlord, not. three, two, one, cannon. <laughs> Ain't your podcast, Casey? Ah, so damn it. suck it. <laughs> that, that, those were some of the prosecutions and rumors from his other town. Was he was known as a warlord? There it is. That but you were going to say be that might actually be a good plot thread to follow. Mm. Um, you get the sense uh, from that 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 bleached down. Uh, sanitized version of the story that your teacher gave you that Mm -hmm. anything that comes from this town specifically is going to lead you to bubkiss right (laughs) but (laughs) you from your researchy your uh other like your occulty kind of research your uh conspiracy theory research that um he was a known presence in other parts of the United States before he founded this town. Right. Okay. So I want to, uh, I want to look at languages. I want to know more about that language I heard there. I want, uh, if there's like a geographical survey or a geographical history of the area, I want one of those. Okay. And um, 
I was going to say if there's a register of like notable citizens, but if it's all, if it's all sanitized versions, then, then there, then there wouldn't necessarily be, um, hmm. I mean, just Nigel because, would... just because they've sanitized the darker doesn't mean that if you wanted to look up like a town registry from however the town's beginning, if you can find it, there's no guarantee that you'll find it. And this is going to all depend on the roles you get when you're trying to search of for stuff. Um, just because it's not going to specifically say that, hey, so-and-so, that was a witch, so-and-so, that was a warlock, so-and-so, right. that was a witch their names will still exist in this town mm -hmm. because okay, they okay. lived in this town. Like there's not like a, cool. a national okay. Enquirer type magazine in this town, like a local Enquirer. Exactly. And that, yeah, like a, uh, what, what, what is it in the Dresden files, Tony? The, the, the arcane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the if there's, if there's one, it's the, the archive, archive, right? Mm -hmm. The, the well, little no, I mean, girl. The, the, well, the, you know, no, that's Ivy. That's the little girl. Oh, yeah. But I mean like, like the, the newspaper. The, yeah. The rag okay. that Susan works for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I want I want linguistics. I want a geographical survey of the area, going back as far as it can. If there's like a historical one, that's cool. I want a registry. I want, uh, as Nigel said, a uh, like a collection of the of the 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 hot sheets, mm -hmm. going back as far as as far as I can get them. And uh, if 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 we have such a thing, I want a collection of like native folklore and and analyses of like you know animalistic beliefs and, okay. and similar nice okay um so let's start from the easiest what are the easiest ones what are the ones that are more than likely geographical landscapes for sure yeah you find that book mm -hmm. uh, what was the next Hooray! one linguistics um linguistics specifically what kind of linguistics so here's the thing uh, Kit, I'm not going to say Kit's a high schooler who knows four languages. He's not me. Um, no, I wasn't. I no, that's, that's not true. I had, my French teacher was from Texas, so I don't think I could even have been said to know much in the way of French. But Kit, Kit is an amateur, like Duolingo's not around, but he's doing what he can. Um, so he knows that that language he heard uh, was not he knows it wasn't a romance language he knows it wasn't you know polynesian it wasn't whatever so uh he's going to exclude all of the um uh, all, all of the languages he knows it isn't and see if there's anything left over like uh you know extinct languages of of sumeria or or some shit Okay, yeah, so you're going to look for a dead language kind of... Right. Exactly, like, thank you. Uh, rolled me a D10. Yes, sir. I like D10. Is... 10 is a randomizer. It, it, okay, it, so this it, isn't one I could add my crunchy points to. No. Okay. A lot of this is going to be randomizers. Oh, that's an eight. Ooh. Eight. Uh, yeah, you find a book, uh, in general, a general book of dead languages... Uh, no specific region that they're coming for, but it kind of talks about like the Rosetta Stone and and stuff right. like that. Okay, uh, what was the next book? Uh, Register of Notable Citizens or like town history and population like that. Census data, maybe that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like a you know the history okay, of our yeah. Town. Roll a d10 for me. Okay. Dead languages sorry one moment uh that was a 10 holy crud 
Uh, yeah, you I'm find. Start rolling without looking all the time. <laughs> you find a census data uh, from. I would say, we'll say like ten years before the town of Spencer's Folly, the name of the town was changed to Spencer's Folly. Hmm. Okay, if what was that, it originally? Like, or, yeah, that you don't Spencer's know. Pride. No people. Most people. Spencer's like, Triumph. That's something that people do not know. Um, basically, Ooh. like like the town of Spencer's Folly was founded in, in <laughs> we'll say, 1710. Okay? The town of Spencer's Folly was founded in 1710. The Hidden Glacier. You have census data from 1690 when it was still considered, at least according to this township document, unincorporated territory in the... Uh, Great Northern Wilderness. Alaska Canadian. Ooh, yeah. Great. Great Northern Wilderness. This is before Alaska existed. This is before Canada existed. Dope. So the Great Northern Wilderness. Okay. And Great Northern Wilderness. Okay. What was the next one? The, uh, the next one was the hot a collection yeah of the hot sheets and you made me write down well you made me write down wild sheets <laughs> what are hot sheets um you know your uh your rags your inquirer Slanders. your globe yeah. your daily mail yeah uh you roll a 10 for me okay that's a seven i like this die um yeah, there was one, it doesn't exist anymore, there was one big one that was around the 1960s, 1970s, when things started getting really weird in the country, like, mm. like you, you saw some kind of stuff. Uh, you pick up a few random copies of it, um, you're not looking for anything specifically, but you're, you've kind of grabbed this kind of weird... Hot, yeah, a hot sheet. Uh, it's a it's few, called it's called the issues. it's called the Follian Times. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, the Follian Times. Uh, write that down. Uh, you found a, yep. find a few weird issues of that. Okay, cool. Grab what I can. And the last one was native folklore? Um, yes. Na- thank you very much, Nigel. Native folklore. Uh, you find a book on that? No. Oh, cool. When you say native folklore, you mean natives. Of the area, right? Of the Great Northern like, Wilderness. Yes. Yeah, you find that. Yeah. That's that's not that big of an issue. Okay, cool. Those two are... Okay, uh, Casey, you have a big stack of books in your hand. You kind of grabbed them all yeah. at once. You don't want to have yeah. to make multiple trips, too. So Of course not. You can't really see where you're going. You set your books on the table. You move them to the side. In your eyeline are the two students that you saw uh, in class. Oh, shit. They're sitting at the table. All right. Uh, I'm in my own business. Wait, wait. Are, are they like hanging out in the library, or are they just like standing and? No, star- they're sitting at your table. They're oh. sitting at your table. Oh, staring oh, at you. So the table at which I have just sat down. Yeah. Okay. They were waiting for you. Okay. Well, uh, hello there, folks. Uh, fine day here in the uh, learnatorium. <laughs> Where did you hear that word before? Um, this is the girl that said that. Um, you know her. Her name is Susan. Because uh, I am not original with names. Susan. Uh, she says Neither are white people. So. <laughs> and you uh, you recognize her as one of the people that was whispering to, to uh, 
uh, Susan else. and Sontag. Okay. Um, let's see. I was hoping to ask you the same thing. No, we would like to know. This is the boy speaking. His name is Sontag. Uh, Sontag. Okay, Sontag. Right. Sure. Uh, we were going to ask you the same thing. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's wait, like, all right, on. the count three, we say it at the same time. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so so they asked, where, uh, let's go back for a second because I forgot what you had said. So they said, where did you hear that word? Hey, and what did you say? I said, uh, I was hoping to ask you the same thing. Got it. And that's where, that's because that's the words you just said. We're not telling you that until you tell us how you know that word. So, as Marshall of Spencer's Folly and Surrounding Environs, it is my duty, not merely my job, not merely my hobby, but an obligation I've taken upon myself to be apprised of what transpires in my town. Uh, Suffice it to say that I have come to knowledge, come into knowledge of certain groups uh, engaged in certain activities. Now, if you would be interested in an exchange of information, I will say that given my most recent research, I feel that this group's goals are not necessarily opposed to my own and that I am not attempting to narc on anyone. And that's coming from me, King yeah. Narc. They they look at each other and they're like like almost like having a conversation with their eyes. Uh, Can I say they... something real quick? Yeah, I just want to make this a thing. It is known that Kit Russell does not lie. Even if you don't okay. like him, even if you think he's a he's a party line towing little piece of shit, you know that <laughs> and you respect that about him. Right. Um. So, and that's why they're having a conversation with their eyes. They turn to you and they say, there's more truth to your story than you may realize. Mm-hmm. The story you told in class today. Mm-hmm. I'd like to fill in some spaces on that map, and I'd like to think that I might have some space, so I might have a few things to contribute to maps others might have if they were willing to collaborate. We don't have the information you're looking for, but um, you should talk to some of our parents. They mm. may know more than uh, we do. What we get is from them, and what they got was, you know, with age comes knowledge and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh we're glad that you are not a foe to Mm-mm. what we are doing, and we will let our colleagues know that is the case. However, if you speak word of what happened last night to anyone, uh, anywhere, things will become bad for you. Fair enough. And let me just say that if there is any way that I could aid in the recovery of Carly Figueroa and that opportunity is not brought to my attention, 
the law will come down like the hammer of God. She looks at you with a a kind of weird, like, she thinks that you know more than you actually do, Casey. Right, um, and I'm 100% angling on that, yeah. I'm not lying, but I'm bluffing. So she's she's looking at you strangely. She doesn't think you're lying. She says, nobody has ever come out of this alive. No one. And There's a first time for everything. She she doesn't say anything after that. Um, she says, we'll be in touch, and the two of them leave. Nice. I... I assume I know who their parents are. Like, I don't have to be... But wait, who's your pops? <laughs> so here's the thing. You know that uh, 90% of the dads that live in this town are all are part beavers. of a... They're Bobs. Uh, ...fraternal organization and or a parental parental township authority Ooh, association shit. that helps protect the town. Um, so there are now two threads that, Casey, you're going to be able to follow. Um I am not going to, you're going to, we're going to say you're going to do your research right now and yes. I will come back and I'm going to write some stuff down based on everything sure. and depending on your roles next week, I will tell you what you, uh, what you have okay. discovered from your research. Uh, after that, Nigel, we're going to do Audie's adventures in the woods. Uh, yeah. Which is, Where Casey shuts uh, the fuck up for <laughs> the next episode. Uh, that's okay. I mean, in character, anyway. <laughs> uh, if all else, I'm just going to establish right now that Audie is wearing a shirt that says, I'm a pepper. You're a pepper? Yep. I'm a pepper. Uh, is, is it a Dr. Pepper shirt? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so uh, that's it for the episode, guys. Uh, we're going to leave it at that. Uh, I think we've uncovered a lot of stuff. Uh, I apologize mm. to everyone that this was a Casey-centered episode for the third week Me in too. a row. But I, uh, what? I thoroughly got to enjoy it as a fan. I'm like, fuck yeah, watching my buds just like throw I guess, down. I guess technically, technically, none of them have been Casey-centered episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of stuff that was happening between them. Uh, but the focus has been more on Kit than Audie. Uh but that's the care. That's the kind of thing that happens when you have a a I don't want to say main character, but a character and a sidekick character mm-hmm. uh, in a thing. Um, we're going to spend a lot of time in what you're doing, and I wanted to to really dedicate an episode to the exploration of the woods, Nigel. Which is why uh, we're yeah, gonna postpone sure, that yeah, that's, next that's a week. big uh, a big. That's gonna be a whole thing. Yeah, there's a lot I'm of make popcorn. Yeah, there's a lot of woods, so. And uh, I had no idea that this was going to take the path that it did tonight. So uh, I am it's super, so good, and right? super happy that this happened. Guys, if you liked this episode, uh, please subscribe to our Patreon mm-hmm. where you can get all of the extra little features. Uh, listen to Casey and Nigel fight about Lost Boys for 20 uh, minutes. Discuss. Dis- uh, affirm discussion. Yeah, listen to Nigel be wrong about Lost Boys. Wow. It, it just hurts me to hear you be so wrong, Casey. That's all. I, as a friend. <laughs> uh, when you're... wrong he meets a wrong, yeah. he's coming through the ride. <laughs> your Patreon contributions uh, help us pay for fancy equipment like my sexy mic that make me sound a lot better than uh, yeah. I used to on these podcasts. 
Um, if you like our other podcasts, please, I mean, if you like this podcast, please subscribe to other podcasts. Mm-hmm. We have a few of them and we're constantly making more of them. Uh, listen to Dice constantly. and Virtue, a D&D podcast with uh, Casey, Dylan, and Christina. Mm-hmm. Listen to The Final Podblum, a Sherlock Holmes study podcast with Casey and Nick. Mm-hmm. Listen to The Gerald Field Report, a critical media study of Hey Arnold uh, all of the episodes of Hey Arnold uh, done by Casey and me. Um, Even the band episodes. <laughs> subscribe to our Twitter feed uh, at where they, the where underscore. Where they form a band. At the underscore P-O underscore box. Uh, tell us rumors. Tell us what your your thoughts on these episodes. Tell us your theories about these episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you yeah. like these little story hooks that they do at the beginning of the episode, write one yourself. Submit it onto the 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 page. Uh, I will read it on our podcast, and you will be able to add to the peculiar objects lore. Yeah, um, he can't be stopped. As always, if you add, <laughs> you a can th- add to the objectification. Mm-hmm. He's rich with power. If you. If you uh, if as always, if you have ideas for for rumors of rumors. this town, please uh, add them to the page. Uh, we are more than happy. Hashtag to add I these heard rumors. a rumor. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hashtag I heard a rumor. Uh, follow our network uh, at Setemi Automagi on Twitter. Uh, and yeah, we're available on pretty much every podcatcher app. I are we on Spotify? I tried to listen to us on Spotify on recently Spotify. and I couldn't find us. Uh, so we're on Spotify. We're on, I use pocket casts. I use Stitcher. Uh, Overcast Stitcher, over here. Overcast. Uh, there are plenty of them. We're on almost all of them. And all of these episodes because of the coronavirus, are being released to you as they are being edited. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this may not be the, this may not be the case in the next few months. Once things kind of die down, we may move this back yeah. to, uh, we're going to get you hooked. Mm-hmm. But again, that's, that's, yeah, exactly. Like drug dealers, we're going to get you hooked on the, the good shit and then you're going to have to pay for the rest. <laughs> yeah. Until we eventually release it for free, mm-hmm. which will happen. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the, so the nicest anyways, drug dealers uh, ever. As always, guys, follow your heart, follow the ley lines, and they will guide you to your perfect town. Nice. Bye, everybody. Bye, friends. Cue spooky Bye, all, buddy. synth outro music. Keep it creepy. Argue with your teachers when they're wrong or when they're thony. Fight the system. Keep it creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Chapter 5. In the Woods. The smoke billows into the air, covering the sky like a blanket. It spreads with purpose until it reaches the woods. Deep inside, an ancient evil awakens at the sound of the invitation the town has just provided him. They summon Adam Sandler. No! But, like, it's Adam Sandler from Funny People, so he just goes around being really mean. Did you guys see, did you guys see the Saturday Night Live that he hosted, like, a few months ago? No. Like, it it was, like, the first time he's been on Saturday Night Live since he left. 
Uh, nope. So they do- uh, except there was the the Sandler family reunion, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a recurring. They did one for Jim Carrey a few years ago. Uh, it's one of the worst things I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> uh, okay, so is that the uh, creatures, the Adam Sandler family reunion, like in the woods? There it is. Good God, man. there it is. And in the third one, he's played by Tim Curry for some reason. 